0: The point after show.
1: He's going savage. Run for your life That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What you talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
2: The point after show.
1: I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in pee-wee hell. Hello. No, this is Eddie
2: from The
0: Point After Show. Uh, This is a pity, but I have to introduce my next uh, host here. Tommy... The Waxodermist. Okay, keep trying. Oh, wow. Let's go. Okay. Know, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, he's it's trying bad. to uh, uh, incorporate Waxy, Wax, something. Well, into that's why I name. said it was a pity.
1: Wax first, on, you know. the wax off.
0: Um, and then next we have the poly, the Come Advantage the Payday poly. It's just the, the advantage.
1: advantage. Payday is dead. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll all right. I'll
0: Outlaw, just the just bandit. The Can we
3: get a bag of walnuts at some point this season? Yeah, Just the advantage. Uh, Sorry, he's trying
0: to expedite the process here. So, Ed? And then uh, we have Cabby, the producer, Caviston. We also have Kyle, the senator. Jay Mullins. I don't know what your middle name is. What's the J stand for? James. James. Ooh, Bond. Ooh. Bond. James Bond. I would have given you Shaken, Jacob not stirred. Kind of look like, a, like Jacob. a Jacob
3: guy. But the first name, Jacob.
0: But this this is our our NFL Draft special. Uh, The NFL Draft starts this Thursday. We're recording recording on Monday, so we're going to put this out probably either Tuesday night or Wednesday. So if you're listening, this is just our take on the whole NFL Draft. We're going to go... Go around the the room here and just talk about some picks that we like, who we like from the the main positions: quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and maybe even a sleeper or two who we think that might be fantasy relevant or just relevant and and, and relevant. <laughs> relevant. It's like stuff the, pink, the pink relevant in the room. Yeah, he was Is that, that Eddie might have had too much scotch? I did have one or two glasses. So, uh, but no, let's 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 go around the room. Uh, Tom, do you want to start us off? Talk about who. Who do you like fantasy wise, or not just fantasy wise, but who do you like as a quarterback in the draft this year?
3: You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go this year. I think the, the draft for quarterbacks is pretty weak. There, I agree there with There really that. isn't a number one quarterback coming out of this, like a stud, like a Andrew Luck that you say I need to go out and get this guy with the first pick, trade up, do whatever you have to do to get there.
2: I don't think we're even close to that this year. Right. I think there's the potential of it. But I mean, we have the, the love child of Tom Brady and Cam Newton in this draft.
3: <laughs> That's true. That's hashtag.
2: Notre name guy. guy.:
3: That's right. But I'm going go with uh, I'm going to go with the kind of not so much your first quarterback pick, but somebody that you're going to definitely get a lot of value out of. I'm going with Davis Webb, quarterback from Cal. Uh, you look, he didn't do too bad in the Combine. He's a big, big dude. What's he, about 6'5", 230? That's an NFL-sized quarterback. That's a man-sized man, as they say. Uh, he has big hands, and he could throw the ball. He definitely has decent feet when he needs to scramble. You look at this year, he came back. He broke a few of the <laughs> passing yards. So, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at your notes. You just say big dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's, uh, it.
1: that's, that's it. his highlights. <laughs> big dude. That's yeah. uh, so all I need to I'm have. You know, you know, know what? You are, yeah. I just write <laughs> down two words, and, and
3: that gives me this narrative. I'm it's a speaking man sized man. That's a, that's a big dude. Uh, you look, he so went ahead. out there and he broke uh, several cows. <laughs> He broke a ton of cal records this year <laughs> slinging the ball um, they he's tall light footed athlete you know he's lean but uh one thing is that these guys are still <laughs> laughing at me but whatever I don't even care no go ahead uh, here's yeah. the thing is uh he allows the pressure to get to him that's his only downfall here I definitely think uh he needs to lean on one of those bigger better receivers if he can get on a team with that but other than that, I think he has the potential like i said he's he's as my notes say here, a big dude at 6'5", 230. One of those big quarterbacks that sees everything, all the passing lanes over that offensive line. So I'm going Davis Webb from Cal.
1: So do we start with sleepers? or No, we no, just start with quarterbacks. 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 Okay.
3: Yeah, you could go with the first rounder, but that's fine.
1: Well, I'm, I'm probably, like, my guy <clears throat> is not probably going to end up in the first round. Um, but my quarterback is going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I like this guy a lot out of Texas Tech. Um, I mean, he's got a—he's uh, got an athletic pedigree. His dad was a pitcher in the Major League Baseball, which is pretty solid. He actually was drafted by the Detroit Tigers himself as a pitcher for baseball. Decided to uh, play football, and uh, like I said, Texas Tech. He's six foot two, two hundred twenty-nine pounds. He ran a four-eight-eight forty. Some of the things I have written down, he kind of reminds me of Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, reason being yeah. is his Big
3: anus, nickname.
1: Reason, reason being is uh, his size itself is, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, 6'2", 225, Mahomes, 6'2", 229. Rodgers, um, 4'7", 40, him, 4'8", 40. But besides that, like, he's got, he's got crazy arm strength, kind of like Rodgers does. He has the ability to throw on the run and throw back across his body uh, with accuracy, which is obviously like trademark Aaron Rodgers. So I kind of see those in in him. Um, he he's he's uh, he's got a lot of inexperience though. Um, you know that his footwork needs a lot of help, but I think those are things that you know will come with pro you know pro coaches and will take care of that stuff. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I think he. I I see him personally. Uh. In the next couple of years, I think within the next three, four years, he can come out, and who knows? I mean, you see, would nobody nobody put anything on Dak Prescott. He kind of landed in the right mm-hmm. organization, and, and, you know, he he, he found fortune uh, through misfortune. Who knows? Maybe Mahomes could do the same thing. I'm looking at possibly seeing him. Maybe Arizona uh, drafts him for a replacement for Carson Palmer somewhere in the near soon, uh, or, or the Texans. Who knows? If the Texans can grab him up, they need a quarterback. So I like Mahomes. That's just... I'm going with it. Uh, Cabby. Before,
0: before Cavy goes, uh, the only thing that, um, Aaron Rodgers has over Mahomes is that Aaron Rodgers did bang. Olivia Munn. So yeah. Cabby. But it
1: took him, uh, eight years in the pros to finally get that. That is true. And, and, and then actually and someone a, else could do it. No. Yeah, yeah they're broken that is true. Up. So a, maybe Mahomes and might and be the next, the rebound. Right, I go. think
2: that's alleged also. We, I don't know if there's confirmation of that cause there's all those articles online about how, like whenever you see pictures of them, like he's real stiff. Like, he Giggity. would never touch her and stuff like there's a whole thing out she there didn't the allow that. she it. didn't like him touching her yeah. yeah so like there's a lot out there about that that uh, I'm a big Olivia Munn fan from newsroom and everything so I like to think that uh, uh, she's Aaron a Rodgers giant didn't, bitch. didn't 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 get near it. she's like an Instagram model Gabby who do you like a quarterback <laughs> she actually was yeah
3: she see, was the there big, you go, like, She
2: was the nerd girl for a long time there like she was the video game channel girl oh office Christmas party if you didn't see it watch it I't did see it yet I gotta watch that um so I mean I don't know if it's, it's probably not. Is this surprising? Not, not a surprise to anybody. Um, you know, hashtag Notre Dame guy. I'm gonna go to Sean Kaiser um, as my guy here. Uh, I want to stress that I, I took a bunch of heat in the uh, Notre Dame guy community for kind of uh, calling out and going against Kaiser um, this week, which with my article, um, Kaiser is not not um, you know what he compared himself to you know on the level of. Tom Brady and Cam Newton. Can he he's Tom, be? He's
1: Tom Brady with a Cam Newton body. Yeah. That's can what he, he said. be he, though?
2: Tom. Can he be? I, can, can he, I don't he be? Know. No. Well, that's what that's where I'm going with it. <laughs> no, the so, answer is no. I don't know though, because here's the thing: is every single person that has you know worked with him and 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 looked at it said he is a smart kid. He diagnoses the play. He or diagnoses the field. Um, can make play changes on the on the fly and everything. And they say he's just a really smart football smart kid. And and uh, you know classroom smart, but everybody's criticism with him is that he just doesn't make good decisions and he doesn't have um, the maturity yet. Um, and like like even Brian Kelly came out and said like Listen, he needs another year of college football, if not two years, you know, to to get to that level. So the problem is he has he has the the physical. So he's attributes. smart and
3: he has the physical attributes, but yeah, is it. I don't wanna say maturity. Let's let's be honest. It's not maturity really. I think it's more of a is he, the nerves is the big thing. The nerves. Like when he's out there, because if he's smart enough to see what's gonna happen, break down the play, it's just basically he's got the nerves. He's he's worrying about someone pressuring him. He's worrying about okay, this is the first open guy I see, I'm gonna sling it to him. Is that see, maturity? Or? Everything
2: I kinda of read it was more of an overconfidence thing. You know, like so he like he's himself? gonna. Oh yeah, it's, it's a big like. There was an, a huge article I think one of the ESPN guys put out today that like they said they said he's the quintessential millennial. Okay. Like he doesn't take responsibility for anything. He's cocky. He's immature. He doesn't. You know. Like they said, he's the quintessential problem millennial. Uh, millennial rather. So I don't know. I and I, I really don't know. But go ahead, Paul. I just think that.
1: Uh and, and this is not a, a dig on on your 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 alma mater your team, but I wish it was I don't, my alma mater. Yeah, I just I don't think that. Uh, right I just don't think, think that.
2: Uh, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I just don't think that. Notre Dame has the coaching staff that puts out good quality quarterbacks. I just don't think that he's gotten the coaching. Joe Montana. That w-
2: Joe he Montana. I'm one. talking well, current system. So, so they don't uh, have
1: an offensive-minded, uh, an NFL-minded coaches staff that's going to have them running NFL-type plays. Brian Kelly's yeah, been I that think. way for a while. Brian Kelly is poop. It doesn't Kelly's matter. Poop. But they sling the ball. Brian Kelly is poop. He's probably brought Notre Dame to the, one of their worst times in history. Their periods in history. He went to a national their, championship. Win Three, Three years, years ago? ago. Okay, but what has he done in the last two years? And what did he do prior uh, to that? Uh, what did he
2: do the last two years? He he, he, he he's terrible. Prior to that, when was uh, the last they time had international? Ten, they had ten and two season, two years ago. They don't. There don't okay, as so,
1: as so we'll so take like let's take, bad bad let's take Joe let's take Joe Montana year. let's take the obvious pink elephant. Out there. We'll take Joe Montana of the equation. What other quarterbacks have ever come out of Notre Dame? Ron Paulus, Brady Quinn. Okay, what other quarterbacks have actually made an impact in the NFL? None. Thank you. But they don't. They don't make quarterbacks.
3: Name another quarterback from another team. Name multiple quarterbacks from the yeah. team. What do you mean? Tell me a like, bunch of. Give me of... like three quarterbacks from Florida State. That's sh- or Michigan. Give me three quarterbacks from Michigan. Uh, Tom Brady. That were significant in the NFL.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot of Tom, that. Then go ahead no, Annie. But that's that's not the point. My, but no, my, you're trying listen, to just pick on Notre my, Dame, but no, do the my, same thing I, he's for my, any my, team. Listen, team i don't have I don't have that. Suffering, but I guarantee there's 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 more. I'll guarantee. I guarantee I'm sure. there's more quarterbacks I'm sure that came we out can name
3: more Notre Dame quarterbacks too if we went and looked at my all the statistics
1: online. He hasn't he's not he is not going to be NFL quarterback ready. He's not gonna be a good quarterback in the NFL. I, I disagree with Cavi. Respect, well, yeah, you can disagree fine. with that. Disagree. Don't play it on what
2: quarterbacks. Have so the reason produced. he he
1: has all the attributes, he just doesn't have the coaching.
2: So uh, I watched. Uh, I don't I mean, that. I watched the Gruden special this weekend, and you know, Gruden said if uh, you know if he could just learn a little bit of patience, he could do anything. Um, he compared him a lot to Brett Favre, a Brett Favre style quarterback. Um, Wranglers, look out. But he agrees that he needs another year, Um, and he said the worst thing that happened to him really is the Notre Dame spotlight because it's hardest to play quarterback at Notre Dame because you're on TV every weekend, you're under the spotlight, it's such a big program, Um, and since you, you know, you're really not going to like this, Paul, it's looking like he's going to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That won't happen. In the second round. Yep. Um, that's kinda where all the projections haven't fallen now because he's gonna fall to the second round and it's looking like they're gonna scoop him up. So I don't look at any projections. I don't look at Mel Kiper or
1: any of these guys okay, because when well. when 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 the trades start happening on the on the first day, all the <clears> all <throat> that shit that they put together, all that months of putting but, together stuff means nothing. But so, I mean in, he's, he's not gonna go to steal
0: In our realm we're just B.S. in talking about where we think these players are going, you yeah. have to kind of look at that kind of stuff. Yeah. What where where are these
2: so-called experts or analysts think that so now, these players are going to go? Personally, I can see him going as early as if something weird happens and all this hype and everything. You know, maybe he the Bears just do take a chance on him and take him. You know, at three. That's insane. but they just, uh, they
1: just spent money on a quarterback. He's Why a would big, they waste their number three pick? He's a big dude. They need yeah. defense.
2: So, big you know, you uh, the Cardinals are, the Cardinals are, are real uh, interested in him. Um, they could take him at 13th, or they could take him with 45 in the second round. I think he'll be there. No.
3: Yeah, he's probably, um,
2: I think he's projected at number 34. Yeah. I'd like to see him go to the Texans. Um, you know, they're looking for a quarterback, and, you know, they could probably get him in the second round or the first round, really. And I'd like to see him link back up with Fuller. But the thing that sticks out to me is, you know, there's a lot of people out there that know a lot more than us. And uh, uh, Jordan just signed him to a huge multi-year endorsement deal today. Huge. So, I mean, they obviously think something, or at least that he's going to be a face. You know, they, don't, they only gave it to two different. Well, to two if you people listen in the draft. To, if
1: you listen to Jordan's pump-up speech to North Carolina this year, you obviously realize he's lost his mind. So... Yeah, I guess don't he just gives give away, a just away money to bad quarterbacks. <laughs> but I don't think Jordan, Michael had a Jordan say is
3: that. the first athlete to become a billionaire. So I'm pretty sure he's pretty sound with his uh, business decision.
2: He's not giving out Nike's giving out those endorsement deals. Not Michael Jordan, anyway. But yeah, but he
3: is part of Nike with the Jumpman brand.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. and That's who he got. Yeah. I'm sure he's the one who gets to pick. A lot of those people. Uh. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, maybe he's picking, like, the NBA guys, you know. But anyway. anyway, so that's, you know, Deshaun Kaiser. I think he could, you know, surprise people go early. I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I really do. Um, but I don't think it's going to be soon. I think he needs a couple years of development. Um, you know, he's the the second best Deshaun in the draft this year. At speak quarterback. Of, <laughs> speak, speaking of a Deshaun
0: I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. I could have went with uh, Trubisky, and I know I think Paul's gonna hate on Trubisky in a little bit here, but um, I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson from Clemson. This guy, how could you not like this guy? I don't know. He he, a four-six-six in the forty. He has great pocket presence. Two-time Heisman finalist. I know he's kind of a dirtbag off-field.
3: No, look what he did. This year, and that's allegedly, Eddie, uh, look what he did this year and uh, last year when they played Alabama. Yeah, I know. He I know. had two big game, Big games. He came out and shined. I, I, I agree with you, Ed.
0: I think he has the potential to be that that big guy in, in the NFL. And I don't know. I, I mean, just a couple projections that I was looking at or predictions. Maybe Chiefs. I, I don't know. I know they still have Alex Smith and all that, but... I don't know where he's actually going to fall in the draft. Um, the only the only downside, I think, is his, he does have a hot and cold streak, a little inconsistency from time to time. And also, he doesn't have that big frame as, you know, like a, a Ben Roethlisberger. Like Some of the, Davis Webb, big dude. Yeah, big dude like Davis Webb, yeah. He's not 6'5", 230. He's uh, 6'2", 215, 2, 215 218. Uh, so, you know, it may be over the summer, he'll add some muscle, add some pound, a, a couple extra pounds and maybe get the, you know, fill into his Jersey a little bit, but, um, he will be a rookie in a, probably a shitty system because he's going to go in the first, probably, I would say 15 picks, if not fewer than that. But, um, it's, it's his rookie year. He'll probably back up for a year or two and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. But I think he's a great Addition to any team that he gets signed to, so. Reminds me of Tyrod, T. Rod. T- All right, rod. Kev, Let's just go back around.
2: I don't want to say the horn. Did you say you want to touch on Trubisky or no?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. cat Or uh. Pup. No, I, I didn't. I mean, there's really not much. Uh, I just my thing is I really hope that the Browns don't do what the Browns do best and blow that first pick and not go. with They Garrett. have to go miles. They're going to trade up if for him. If they even that, I mean, here's the thing. I think you can. I think here's what I think is happening. Okay. And maybe I've watched a little too much uh, Kevin Costner in um, in Draft Day or whatever. But
0: I, was, I thought you were gonna say uh, like no, Dances with I, Wolves. Uh, no,
1: but I think that I think that what they're doing the is Water world is, I think that they're kind of trying to get people on the radar, or Trubisky on radars. I think that they're trying to get people thinking. Well, if the Browns are considering taking them at one, like what are we missing about this guy? You know, trying to get him on radars because I don't really think that they actually believe in their hype. I think that they're just trying to put that story out there, because I have a feeling that they probably want to go with like a they want to get see if maybe they can get um, uh, your guy Deshaun Watson maybe at that twelve pick. Maybe he lasts that long. Can
2: That's what I think. could be.
1: I believe in the conspiracy theory. I don't think that Trubisky's – If here's the thing, at the end of the day, if they if they keep their shut, Trubisky would be at twelve for them anyway because he wasn't going anywhere near 12, um prior to them starting to talk about him being at
2: one, which was asinine. You're nuts. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Oh, absolutely. How do you that's not that? saying a lot, oh, Trump. Yeah, he's played one Trubisky, season of football. No, I think Trubisky is a franchise quarterback you can build around. He's got the body for it. He's got the skills. Um And I, I think the Browns, I don't think they should take him at number he's one. Like he had to take Miles Garrett.
1: like No, he's That's it. No, he's I listen to...
2: A podcast by Caleb Presley, who uh, is a former UNC quarterback, actually. And this guy's on it a lot, Trubisky. Um, they're buddies, and they talk. So and let me I guess his buddy hyped him up? No, no. just He goes on. He doesn't even talk about himself. Just listening to him talk, he knows the game of football. I, I just want to talk about a quarterback that I,
3: I played with before. Pauly FF Advantage with, uh, you know, the tight the green, ends down the there. The green team? The tight the ends tight down ends. there. So I'm going to go with... Paulie's better than that. So nobody gets the inside jokes, but it we'll doesn't just matter. You gotta make them. them sometimes. Yeah, but nobody else um, gets them. Oh, I'm sorry. So Regardless, we'll I think Trubisky.
2: Anyway. You can't take him at number one. You have to take Miles Garrett at number one. But they, like you say, he could just be available at twelve. He could be. But I mean, they could trade up, you know, and they could get him, you know, a little earlier. I think
1: if he goes in the first, I, I honestly think if he goes in the first round, it's it's a, bit a breach, but it, I I could see it happening. Who who are two other quarterbacks better than him?
2: Uh, Deshaun do Watson is, is, in the first is round? possible. There's teams that need quarterbacks that have picks in the first round. They're going to There's some
3: dull. free agent quarterbacks that you can pick up that are better than what's. not nah, I definitely. Do I would free take agent Jay Cutler over any of these guys. I yeah. know you're going to try to hope they're like franchise quarterbacks, but I really don't see that. Uh,
2: I think Trubisky has the body and the 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 skill for it. That's a great assessment there. Self? The nice body.
3: Yeah, I a don't big know. Guy. I, I guess like it, 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 it. depends. Uh, I guess it depends
0: on your team and what you want in the draft. Because, I mean, yeah, obviously you can go, like, a defensive end or, you know, a defensive player. That, offensive if you want, line, you need Or that offensive line, year. too. But if you're – if you are really, really, really struggling at quarterback, why sign a Jay Cutler for f- five, four –
1: no, 5 sign numbers. up
3: for two years, and then maybe there'll be better quarterbacks. But I mean, next next year or the don't year after. But you
1: don't have to. But you don't. You don't have to sign Look, these guys. It's been proven. Here's the thing: it's been. I sign mean, if you think about if much. you think about quarterbacks in the NFL that have been taken in the first round versus quarterbacks in the NFL that have been taken later that actually became good quarterbacks. Oh, they're all from like third round and yeah. Fifth, yeah. Tenth I mean, tenth like round. realistically, there's yeah. not that many quarterbacks that just they get picked up in the first round and and they make it through the NFL. That Eli Manning.
2: Yeah, was Tom Brady like fourth round? Sixth. Yeah, Six. he was deep. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but there are guys that do though, John Elway, Jim Kelly, Eli Manning. Oh,
1: the entire that entire draft. That entire two thousand four draft. Yeah, Philip Rivers and Rivers and that whole draft class. You know, Drew Brees. It happens. Uh, but but, I, but I'm saying like you have up and coming
2: like you have guys like. But the Browns though, the Browns. Oh, they, just so much make, they just make. They just make If you're different. the Browns though, you kind of. Oh, they do, but you have to shoot for a franchise quarterback at this point. You know, they do
1: that every year. But, it's just awful. Okay, and and, and I know, we know they keep talk doing this. That's like nine quarterbacks. But, in I, know six but years.
0: I know, I know we didn't want to talk about this, but they do have eleven picks in this draft. Oh yeah, so they ton. they could get They're a ahead. decent quarterback in like the third or fourth round but still.
2: I think like, they, they, the, they need a Miles Garrett. What they do you need.
1: They've drafted they, six. Oh yeah, they have to take Miles Derrick, Garrett number I said
2: that, but yeah. they have another first round pick. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. They have another first round pick. So don't you want to take that shot at that quarterback? Like they passed up Jared Goff last year.
1: But think about this. Like think about Jared Goff, How so insane is pick. this stat? Good, good pass. They've uh, they've drafted six quarterbacks in the first round in the last nine years. I mean, at what point do you just say, okay, we're gonna start, we're gonna cut our losses, and maybe just wait to like the fourth. What's the worst that can happen? We get a shitty quarterback that we get to pay less versus the shitty quarterbacks that we have to keep paying more.
3: Well, and here's another thing, too, is look at historically in the last few years how many picks the Cleveland Browns had during the draft. They're always loaded with draft picks. So you think one year instead of trying to draft a quarterback. Draft something around it. Yeah, well, no, no, just instead of drafting a quarterback from this, it say, okay, you know what? We're willing to give away four picks this year from our draft and go trade four f- top four round draft picks for a good quarterback. I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? You got to sometimes take a different. Different avenue when it comes to this shit. If you're trying the I've same thing sure. over I mean, and if over, they,
0: if they have a, if they have 11 draft picks, there's obviously some <laughs> other teams that are struggling yeah. for draft picks. Yeah. So mine is... well.
3: But mine I'm not this year is a
1: good year for it. Here's I'll the think. thing I've always said is if you build if you build your offensive draft. line as a, as the as the foundation to your team, build that offensive line. It really doesn't matter how inexperienced or how truly talented your quarterback is back there. Because I'll tell you right now, I firmly believe this. If you put Dak Prescott on a different team, he might not have been Dak Prescott last year. You put him behind that Never. offensive line of the Cowboys, and he looks like and all of a sudden he's a great quarterback. And that's, hey, man, good for him. If, if the Browns just decided, hey, let's build up this offensive line, they could put a, a Trubisky or someone back there and he could be fine. You know what I mean? But they just don't seem to do that. I don't know what it is. But I, if they don't go Garrett, they're just dumb, this, the first pick overall. No, craziness. I agree. So let's All
0: get the right. running backs. Yeah, it's good. let's go uh, RBs. Cabby, you
2: want to start us off? Yeah, yeah. Who's your uh, RB of the, uh, of I'm the going draft? I'm McCaffrey. Um, I like this guy a lot. Yeah, James McCaffrey. Wow, that's awful. Eddie, um, RIP. <laughs> Jesus. I'm a yep. big fan of uh, – Eddie did that. <laughs> Eddie's pieces. Yeah that just made it so yeah uh, back fading. to football um uh, i'm going with stanford uh product <laughs> mccaffrey and uh big dude here's the here's here's my issue with the way this draft's going to play out is and and actually i kind of love that it it's probably going to play out this way but it's not what should happen um he's probably not going to be one of the first 5 people drafted um the jags are there they need a running back they're definitely um you know not gonna, not gonna take it on him. Um, they're gonna take Leonard Fournette. My page cut off of my notes there. That's what was struggling there. <laughs> but they're gonna take Fournette, which is great. You know, he's a big, solid back. Um, but like, I think McCaffrey's the, the the real deal. And but it's gonna take a coach that's willing to change the way he's gonna call the game to make him an every down back because you're not going to pound the ball at McCaffrey, but he can be in every-down back. It's going to change the way you're calling the offense for him to do it. Um, like, his numbers are disgusting. The, the kid rushed for two thousand over 2,000 yards in 2015. Um, he had five hundred or 5,128 uh, all-purpose yards in his career. In 2015, he had... Uh, almost 4000 all-purpose yards. That's like NCA football video game numbers right there. What what happened in I mean, 2016 though? He was injured. He, oh, he didn't play okay. two games. So, he came back after those two games and he still uh, you know, he put up 1800 yards in 2016, you know, like that's still pretty good oh, yeah, missing two really games, good. you know. Yeah. Um as opposed to like he yeah, I, I I think that um and I could be wrong, but Leonard Fournette only went for like nine, nine. He didn't break a thousand yards this year.
3: He was hurt too. Yeah, uh, he was hurt. Here's as well. my thing. I'm gonna agree with Cavi. I'm gonna take the same guy. Uh McCaffrey's just an animal, and if you put him in the right system, like my thought would be the perfect system for this for this guy individually in his stats, not putting team out there. I think the Patriots would be. Unbelievable for this guy. I was thinking
1: the New Orleans Saints. But well, yeah, I,
3: either too. one, yeah. Because they have the same same kind of offense. I think their stable front of uh, running well, yeah, backs yeah, is pretty I'm full saying, right now. Obviously, yeah. That's why I said, obviously, yeah. it's not going to happen with the Burkhead and the Gillisley signing yeah. there. But, yeah, I, the second pick would definitely have to go with the Saints. They're, they would know how to utilize this guy. He could run the ball, catch the ball, he could return the ball. This guy might have over... 2200 purpose, all purpose yards this year.
2: Uh, I don't know about crazy. That. Well, like I said, I'm excited about it because it's really looking like he's going to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, they're really hot on him, they like him. Uh, Jonathan Stewart's 30 years old, and he's that yeah. bruising back. So now you have those two backs, you can't realistically move forward with your second back basically being Cam Newton, you know, or I Mike mean? so, Tolbert, or, or Mike Tolbert, out. yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Dizzy? yeah, oh, that um. kind of sucks, but. I always like Mike Tolbert. Yeah, I love him. He's a little bowling ball. Yeah. But uh the cool thing about this is like think about the cool like the great plays and the different plays and, and how your offense is gonna open up if Cam Newton could have a guy like McCaffrey out there that can can play anything. You know, you could use him like a wing back for Christ's sake. Like it'd just be really cool to see what they could do with him in the NFL because I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. That being said, I completely agree. Like to see what Belichick could do with him would be unbelievable. That'd be really cool. <clears throat> um, I just hope he doesn't end up uh you know, somewhere really shitty, like, um, I don't know. I could see the Jets snag- taking snags at him. Or or New York thinks they know how to use a back like that, and they don't. So, like, I would hate to see them grab him and ruin him, you know?
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I could see. Uh, I, I, I would like Cam Newton and Carolina Panthers to get a guy like him at number eight pick. Uh, he has... A lot of potential, for sure. Like I said, I think he's going to do a lot of great things, depending on how the offense utilizes him, either between running the ball, receiving the ball, or returning kicks. But with Cam Newton back there, I definitely see a lot of dump-offs to him coming out of the backfield. So, yeah, I'm going to go with McCaffrey, too, coming out there.
1: So I'm going to go with um, Leonard Fournette being my running back. I think that's the obvious choice. It was safe play. Yeah, I mean, it was a safe play, and whoever ends up getting him in the draft this year, it's the same thing. It's a safe play. Uh, from a fantasy aspect, um, I think that he's probably going to be a draftable guy no matter where he ends up same this year Fran? on a team. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It He's not going to uh, end up in San Fran. He's not going to end up in San Fran. He's not going to end up in San Fran. the number two pick. Yeah, but he's not going to end up there. Where do you think he goes? I think he's going to go to either Jacksonville or Carolina. Um, those are my two places I you think see him he landing? falls back to the 4th or 8th pick? I think he definitely at least gets to the 4th. I don't know if he'll get to the 8th, but there's been people that, hey, you never know. People could trade up for things. You don't know how it goes. I think 49ers pick him. The 49ers don't need him, um, but I think that they go. I think he, I think personally, um, he going off of, again, what he reminds me of, he reminds me of a little bit of an Adrian Peterson. Uh, same size, uh, same everything. 6'1", 230 pounds. He's a bruising back. He loves to lower the shoulder pads. He's got really good balance when he gets hit, um, tons of yards after contact, exactly like Adrian Peterson. Has hands, can actually catch out of the backfield, but hasn't been utilized that way through LSU. He's been doing some workouts to show uh, NFL scouts that he actually can catch out of the back. I think Adrian Peterson was very much the same exact guy. Adrian Peterson had the ability to catch. He just wasn't utilized that way. And then I think he kind of lost the whole ability to catch after a while of not being able to, you know, not being utilized that way. Um, But that's just me. I think Leonard Fournette's the best back in the league. I think for fantasy purposes, he will be draftable this year in fantasy leagues. And I do see him ended up on a a team like Jacksonville or Carolina. I think Jacksonville would be a great fit for him to uh, help out Bortles in that passing offense. Eddie, who do you got for your uh, running back?
0: I'm going to go with Delvin Cook. I think this guy, coming out of Florida State, he's – he had 40, almost 4,500 rushing yards, 46 touchdowns for his career with Florida State. I don't know really where he's going to go. I mean, I was looking at a couple of projected models, a couple of uh, mock drafts. I know uh, maybe the Colts, the Bucks, the Redskins, maybe even the Dolphins. I know they have a Ajayi, but I think this guy... Uh, <laughs> He's just been solid throughout yeah. his Florida State career. I, I, I don't know. He's a huge,
1: like, he's it, he's such a big question mark because if you read multiple sources, some people have him ranked one as the best running back coming out. Some, some people have, have him four ranked net, five, but like, six. Yeah, I know. I, I it, know he has some off-the-field issues. I feel like everybody that comes out of Florida State has off-the-field <laughs> issues, but hopefully, you know, they, they get that figured out like Jameis Winston did when he got into the pros. Uh, yeah, I do. He's weird, man. He could be anywhere from, you know, the first 10 picks to the back half of the first round. I don't know. And He's, I mean, what,
0: what I've been looking at lately is like, you know, kind of like the teens pick. Yeah. I I, I don't know if that's going to be accurate. I saw, I saw accurate one. I saw one. Uh, what, but,
1: one of them had him at 14 going to Indianapolis, I saw. But I mean, I don't know. I The draft is weird. <laughs>
0: that's all I have to say. Because yeah. you never know. It's I mean, awesome. It, it's what. Whatever is in the best interest of the organization, and I, I know there's a lot of hype going on with certain players, certain teams, but, I, I mean, I, I don't know why Delvin Cook is not the top running back in most uh, people's minds. It it, it does kind of boggle me. I know I know, Fournette, he's been great. He, he's going to be great, I think, to the Jaguars, to be honest with you. I think they're going to go with the Jaguars, or he's going to go with the Jaguars. But, um, but other than that, I mean... I don't know. I, I Delvin like Cook, I just like him. I just like him. All right. Uh So let's just uh, go right along to our, our wide receivers. Who wants to start this one? I'll start this. I think
3: uh, you go with my man. Again, I'm the more of the value pick in the draft. I think this guy can go, you know, right around 80s overall. Maybe the second round, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh pick. Maybe even th- second or third pick of the second round. But I'm going Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver from Southern Cal.
0: I like that pick. Bless you.
3: What? I like that pick. Polly looked at me funny. Did you pick him? Uh, no, yeah. He absolutely did. And then go ahead. No, go. Fired him up. I didn't hear you say it. I'm sorry. Um, you know, this guy, if you look at him, he reminds me of a big receiver in the red zone especially. He's going to score a ton of touchdowns. He's got that big frame. Uh you know he's he's six one two fifteen. He's a bigger receiver. He kind of reminds me of that Brandon Marshall type receiver. I think he's going to get a bunch of touchdowns coming in early. Paul, what do you have? Obviously the same guy. Sorry.
1: No, it's all right. I thought you were going John Ross. I thought that's who you you were going with earlier today. Um, no, I agree with you. I think he's. I think he. I think quite honestly, he's one of the best receivers uh, coming out that hasn't been really. You know, he's not being talked about. I get it. John Ross ran a fast 40, and all of a sudden he shot up uh, draft boards. Mike Williams is just a beast. Corey Davis, same thing, a beast. But I think you have to put Juju Smith-Houston right up there. Um, He's an absolute, like, just monster of a guy. He plays uh he plays wide receiver kind of like a defensive back where he basically he out muscles people for the ball he boxes out a lot of defensive backs for the ball he's got really good hands he doesn't uh catch the ball with his body he catches everything with his hands if you watch game film on him he's just he loves uh playing physical um the the problem I see that he has is that he doesn't have a ton of top end speed like he's not gonna outrun you no. but he will out he will out physical you he well plus he's a great route runner too yeah. so he's going to run that
3: route and he's going to make himself available you're talking about nfl style quarterbacks nfl ability quarterbacks that are going to make those tough throws in those tight windows and i think with his route running juju smith schuster is going to be a a solid pick in the nfl this year
1: he reminds me of uh like brandon marshall a little bit where he that red zone target all day for red zone that's what i say i think he's another one that he could be on uh fan you know how obviously i'm a fantasy football guy he's going to be on fantasy football rosters this year i think it's Safe to say depending on where he lands. I see him possibly going to the Rams or to the Tennessee Titans this year. So I'd like to see him land on probably Tennessee Titans. over the Rams.
2: That'd be a better yeah pick better for him fantasy wise anyway. Yeah. Cab, what do you got? Uh I'm going Corey Davis, uh out of Western Michigan. He is a beast. Love He's six three, two hundred and nine pounds. He ran a four five uh, a, a four five two um at the combines. Or not at the combines, but at his pro day, he didn't go to the combines. Um 97 receptions this year, 1,500 yards, 19 touchdowns. Um, it's like a skinnier Demarius Thomas or uh, De- Demetrius Thomas. He looks like Michael Thomas, actually, um, speaking of Thomases. I, I don't know what he, he looks, looks like.
1: He, well, like, I mean, he, was, his body oh, frame is like yeah, Michael
2: yeah. Thomas from the Saints. Like, yeah, he's, he, yeah. yeah um, he's awesome. This guy could have been drafted last year, um, probably in like the second to third round. But he went back. He, uh, he, he got a little stronger. He knows how to muscle the ball away now. Um, that was the biggest change from last year. Uh, he did have ankle surgery, and he missed both combines uh, to do that, but it was nothing serious. Um, but for that, like, I've seen him take a knock in a bunch of the mock drafts, and he's gone down to, like, three in a lot of people's. Um, now, I still think he could go one, and uh, Bleacher Report put a great article about him today. Um, they're projecting him at one now. So, I don't know. It, like Eddie said, the draft's weird, and it's going to depend on, especially with receivers, it's going to depend on what kind of receiver, you know, that team wants. You're not necessarily the best receiver available there. If you have another great big guy, you want a speed guy. Like, <clears throat> So, it, anything could happen, but uh, he's probably going to go to the Ravens.
1: I just um, don't like the 60. fact that the only reason he's getting a bum rap is because he went to Western Michigan, and obviously their competition isn't, you know, it's not ACC, SEC type of competition, mm-hmm. you know, but – for me, I, I look back at guys like Antonio Brown, uh, who is probably, the, if arguably, the best receiver in, in the NFL. And I think he went to, what, Central Michigan, right? Yep. So he didn't have tons and tons of competition in college either. But he makes the NFL look pretty, pretty easy. And I think that Corey Davis is the same thing. I love Yeah, him.
3: Corey Davis is a big dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was reading my notes again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
3: but he's six. He's six <laughs> three two oh nine. He he's he's solid, yeah. and and that's what the NFL needs these days. Are those big guys that could run great routes? Uh, a lot of people analysts have him as the number one wide receiver coming out this year. And again, like to mention what Paulie said, he. Did play at Western Michigan and he didn't have that competition of defensive backs, but at the same time, he has that big desired body that the NFL scouts are looking for.
1: You know who the only other wide receiver to ever come out of the MAC oh. and be drafted in the first round is? T.Y. Hilton? No. Be drafted in the first round of the, of the. Randy Moss. Hmm. Uh, Marshall? Huh? Marshall in the not, MAC? Not in the MAC. It came out of the MAC, yes, Marshall's out of
2: the MAC.
3: I guess we'll have to look that up at the point after show. stat think, check
2: me. Were, you, were they in the MAC when he played there though? Stat check me. Somebody, where's this? Uh, where's, where's the sound? My my, uh, my computer dead. Yeah, we'll computer look that hard, up and so. we'll get back to you. But I'm right. Anyway, so I I assume because you're looking at a magazine right now that he took the fact out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I I thought, I mean now they're in like the Big Twelve or they they put a bid in to be in the Big Twelve. Um, Marshall or. Before my, my guy got hijacked, I had written down, you know, he went to Western Michigan, but so did a lot of great quarterbacks. Uh, I had Randy Morris down there. And, uh, I mean, T.O. went to Chattanooga. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there was a history, especially for receivers to come out of, you know, the, the smaller schools and, and do good. Uh, Still your notes. What's our guy from Scranton up there uh, uh, that came out uh, from the west side? Nobody knows Westside. him. Uh, or Rocket Ishmael came out of GAR. Rocket Ishmael came out of GAR, but uh, there was a local kid out of Scranton a couple years ago. He uh,
3: played tight end Lani. for Illinois. There was a
2: Ruddy. A Graham, yeah. I think his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid, our Yogi Roth. Um, you know, came out of <laughs> came out of Lackawanna Trail. Lackawanna Trail. No, I'm just saying out of uh, you know smaller schools though. Yeah. All um, right. Um, we went to high school there. Yeah, that, I messed up there. Yep. Lackawanna Trail is not. <laughs> a college. No, nope. he actually went to Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to Pitt and then <laughs> uh, school. Yeah, then he yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. i right, Do- so
0: I'm just I'm just going to finish this out and say uh, my wide receiver is going to be probably the maybe not n- most famous but soon to be most famous Mike Williams in the NFL. I like Mike Williams. He's like the 10th yeah. Mike Williams in the NFL, isn't
2: he? That wide receiver,
0: that wide yeah. receiver, probably. And you would think I would be a Clemson, Clemson guy after talking about Deshaun Watson, but uh, I just think these two guys are two solid picks out of Clemson, coming out from uh, the offensive side. There's going to be a lot of defensive and you know O-line men coming out of the uh, the draft this year. But Mike Williams, this guy's a freaking animal. Um, I think he's kind of like um, he's 6'3", 218, I would say, I know, Cavi. you just mentioned uh, the Ravens. I can see this guy going to the Ravens um, at at the number 16 pick. But he kind of reminds me A.J. Greenish, something like that. Maybe not as, um, you know, seasoned, but, you know, and probably a little bit more built than A.J. Green. But anyway, Mike Williams, my pick for wide receiver. I just got a, a clarification here. Yeah between Marshall and Mac and
3: Mac and Marshall. Marshall was part of Mac until 1969. Then they joined again and left in 2005. So they were part of Mac twice. Randy Moss was part of the class from 97 to 2005 at Marshall, so he is the Mac
1: leader. I'll credit that uh, The stat daddy to, of the Mac. I'll credit I'll credit that stat to Lindy's Sports Draft Magazine that I <laughs> frequently how much
0: much did you pay for that like Uh, 10
1: bucks too much (laughs) all right for just for that one nugget alone it was worth it uh let's (laughs) quickly go through our sleeper picks of the draft uh who wants to start start. i'll start it real fast i'm gonna go with oj howard alabama tight end he's he's just a big boy he reminds me of jimmy graham he actually could line up he's he's athletic enough to actually line up as a slot receiver um He's his, his size doesn't match up. These are notes that I have written down. Size doesn't match up with how quick he is. Um, he sucks at route running. He needs to work on that. That's probably one of his biggest things. But he's actually a pretty good blocker. Uh, I see him going to potentially the, the Dolphins or the Jets. So my sleeper would be O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard, I like it.
2: Pa- Cabby. Uh.
0: You wanna to go Tom? No no no, I was just gonna
3: make fun of Paul writes all these notes down and he references them in, when he speaks. It's in my notes here, but as Eddie referenced earlier, the only note I have is big
2: dude. So
1: Right, and the listeners go. can hear
2: that. Yeah, they could tell. <laughs> so I'm gonna go uh I'm actually gonna go with the quarterback as my sleeper here. All right. Um Philip Walker, I local guy? Uh I don't know where he I think he's a Jersey guy. Uh, well, but uh, Temple, local yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Bill Parcells once said that he would never draft a quarterback in the first round unless they were a senior with at least 20, 23 wins. Um, Walker led Temple to a 14-2 uh, and two record over the last two years, um, and uh, the season before that, a uh, 10-win season. So, I mean, he's got the wins. Um, he led them to the best record since 78-79. And uh, really, the only knock against this guy is, can be his size. I mean, he's only 5'11", so that's the big issue here. Um, but he's got 10,000-plus passing yards, 83 touchdowns. Uh, he's never had a lower than a 53% uh, completion rating. I saw him play against Notre Dame. Uh, the kid can play. Uh, he's pretty good. And, uh, you know, Ed, do you know uh, another quarterback that uh, was under, that was hanging right around 5'11"? Juno, the capital of Alaska. Matt McGloin? No, I don't know who. Mike Vick? Tom, oh, okay. you know another one that was? Seneca oh, Wallace. What's that? Paul, you know another one that was? Doug Flutie. Russell, Doug Flutie, you're looking at my paper. You know another <laughs> one that was? Russell Wilson. So there's a history of winners that can come out and uh, you know, make, make the cut. Seneca Wallace. So. I look
1: at that page and I see Russell Wilson as the only winner on there. Uh, Mike Vick, too, except. Mike Vick? Yeah, he was good. He was winner in the...
2: The Doug Flutie was the greatest backup NFL quarterback industry. ever played. Yeah, Doug Flutie uh, played a thing. There's, I would, there's, there's a lot of quick.
1: I thought you would have went Hassan Reddick. Um, I definitely would have thought that would have been your sleeper guy because I know you're big on him. But the the, the stat that you mentioned earlier, there, uh, Bill Parcells would only draft a senior with at least 23 wins. That would be awesome if Bill Parcells was still in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, he's not drafting anyone. So.
3: Just yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with my I'm QB away. that I picked earlier, uh, Davis Webb as my sleeper of the pick. I think this guy has the attributes to go out and be the number one quarterback out of this draft class. Uh, I definitely think he puts up big numbers going forward. Like I said, he's a big dude. He's got the size. Eddie just circled it. Big dude. 6'5", 230. He is a man. He's going to be able to see over that offensive line and sling to those routes because – NFL receivers run those crisp routes.
1: Davis Webb, sleeper. Your father-in-law is going to be mad you didn't mention that Miami guy. Oh, I was I was going to mention Actually, two Miami, two Miami guy, guys. Yeah. I was
3: going to mention the quarterback and the tight end coming out of this draft class. They both have a ton of potential. Uh, the tight end there is, uh, I, I can't even pronounce his name without looking at it, uh, has a ton of potential to go out and be the best tight end coming out of this draft class too. He, he's a young cat,
0: and watch him coming out of there. Eddie. All right, I'm gonna wrap us up with the running backs, and then we're gonna close this session because I think we're over our time limit for our NFL draft special. But I'm gonna go with Donnell Pumphrey out of San Diego State. He ran a four-four-eight. He has all the records running there,
1: Oh, too, my though. gosh.
0: Yeah, he has the... he. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that should be a song by Little Dickies. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy just <laughs> threw out an oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but yeah. last
0: year, uh, he he ran for the most rushing guards in NCAA with twenty one thirty three, Um And right now, I mean, I know... Uh, I was looking at some combine numbers, and, I mean, yeah, he ran a 4-4 in the combine, but he also bench-pressed... Like three reps at two twenty five. I think I yeah, could do that. He's weak. Yeah. Ah, so,
3: I don't want to um, say that. I think I could do that. I don't think the four of us together could do that. I definitely could. I couldn't either,
0: but but I'm just saying, like compared to the other running backs and other people in the NFL, I mean that's they're, they're doing like thirty in their sleep, but um but they're not gonna they're not gonna draft him for his his strength. They're gonna draft him for his mobility, his speed, his vers versatility is that the word word. okay word. uh fertility fertility (laughs) um but no i think he's gonna be a sleeper they're ranking him around like 15 16 in the running back area um i know cbs had him overall at 163 i think if a team gets him running back 14 15 16 i think he could be a possibly maybe a little bit less than, but he has the Darren Sproles type of uh, game.
1: How do you go wrong with a guy that broke all Marshall Falk's records? You can't. Can't. Nope, Uh,
0: I I watched this guy,
3: not um, because I bet on San Diego State, but... um, Wink. (laughs) Wager Shaq. But Uh, he's not a big dude. No, 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 but this guy was unbelievable. I watched him sit out a first half of a game
0: once and then still break 150 yards rushing.
3: It was unbelievable. It, it's just... If, yeah, it, if,
0: te- if he gets in the right organization and they utilize him properly, again, he could
3: be yep. an unbelievable. This goes back to McCaffrey. If they get in the right organizations, they'll oh, be yeah. studs.
0: But anyways, okay, guys, that's our uh, that's our NFL draft special wrap-up. Uh, hopefully you guys liked it, listened, and uh, hopefully, you know, the draft is on Thursday, which is tomorrow when this comes out. So...
1: Monday, Listen. next Monday, we can actually talk about all that, right? Recap yeah, we can recap the draft, and we, recap the draft time, and we
0: can talk about some sports things that might have happened throughout the week. Maybe we can start breaking back into fantasy. Yeah, maybe we could talk about fantasy next week. Talk about Instagirl, Instagram models. Oh, Abigail. I'm, I'm off of it. And Cavi, maybe after a two-day hangover from his uh, shots of Fireball. Uh, fire? No, not Fireball. Fire I wish it was, was Fireball. Fire yeah. it, was, it was Sriracha sauce. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, uh, but check us out on Instagram, Twitter, at Point After Show. My Twitter handle is at Eddie underscore the PAS. Tom? I'm at lip underscore the PAS. Polly, Bag
3: of at walnuts.
1: The FF Advantage. Cabby. I'm
2: sitting producer on Twitter Cavie. At, at producer Cabby.
1: Mullins.
0: At send live it Yes. And I'm at Eddie underscore the PIS. I think I already mentioned that. But follow us on Twitter. Look for us uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And also like us on Facebook. Follow our weekly and daily blogs on our website at thepointaftershow.com. Fantasy rankings and um, basically everything you can get. Sports-wise, from there, big dude, Tommy Lipko. Mullins just pointed that out once again. Tom. Um, But subscribe to us, and
3: we'll see you next week.
2: Before we go, give us a little uh, information about Bark for Life.
3: Bark for Life, you can get us this uh, Saturday at Indian Echoes Cavern. Thanks, Cavi, for calling it out. It is the Relay for Life's version of bringing your dog out and taking it for a walk. The four-legged friend that's there to love you through thick and thin doesn't matter what you look like or how you're feeling, you come through the door, they're wagging their tail. So, bark for life this Saturday at Indian Echo Cavern from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So, get out there and take your dog. Are they walking in the cavern? Or they're walking uh, all over above the place it? up there. You got to see it. It's great and it's awesome because they, they let them use it. And uh, they got the goats running around up there, too. So, it's kind of fun. Tom okay. Brady's
0: up there, the goat?
3: The goat.
2: They Bark the for
3: life. The bar for, bah, That's the week ah, after? That, mm.
2: Hey, Cavi, that joke was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, um. guys. Well, if you made it this far, Paul, your you're little.
1: As always, thank you. Peace. Later.